two, three, come on. We got DJ Cool and Duck get come fresh. Rock it to the beat, cause we are the best. We got Dusty Fresh and Biz Marquee. Hey. Rock it to the beat in the place to be. We got Biz Marquee so and what? DJ 20. So yeah. hit me with the horns and make that money. Let me see those hands again. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, welcome back to Times Yours, Episode 3, a Garden State of Mind Eagles podcast. I am one of your hosts, John. With me here, I have Jeff. Jeff, how the fuck are you tonight? Holy shit, John. I am so good. I'm taking a break from the club, celebrating all the cash I won yesterday. How much did you, uh, did you hit for? I'm rolling in it. Oh my god. A very, very, very good amount that was made better because... I was traveling this week, and as we know, DraftKings, you know, the story of DraftKings. So I had to put all my bets in on, on Monday. So I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing Eagles money line bet, and I'm definitely taking the points, and I'm taking them in the first half. And I just I just said, fuck it. I just bet it all. I was betting everything. And, Good for you. Uh, yeah, you, you yeah. were all in on the birds. I was all in. And I wasn't even, again, I still wasn't even – that I mean, I was I mean I was concerned that they were going to lose up until the end, but I mean I was feeling even good down ten nothing. But we'll I have to that. say I once once the Eagles took control of the game I, you know obviously I reacted and we're going to get into that you know I reacted just like you did and every other Eagles fan to the ups and downs that we were witnessing, but I don't know once they took control it was like somewhere inside I was like they're not losing this game. Now, I didn't know how they were going to get there, um, but they definitely seemed like they had a good feel for the game. We were really starting to shut down. I don't know. I don't know if I would say shut down Rodgers, but they were making life difficult for him at times. Oh, yeah. It, but it, it's amazing. Even in 2019, when your running game is just, is just dominating, there's nothing like it, and there's no – feeling like it no it's, that was the best thing that could have happened i think i think this is what we talked about the other night they needed course. to run the ball and jordan howard and you know where the fuck was he and it's exactly finally what we they talked showcased about. The, yeah finally they showcased this guy and of course he was sitting on my fantasy bench but that you know that's neither here nor there but fucking th- three touchdowns he scored and and not that not that running backs necessarily, you know, not that now all of a sudden the every team needs Melvin Gordon, you know. I'm not saying running backs are super 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 valuable in the you know, week to week, but you know, even if Antonio Brown catches, you know, eight balls for hundred and fifty and a couple touchdowns, I mean it's fun. But when you got a running back just just bowling over people, just outrunning people, catching balls. Yeah, there's there's a different dominance that, that comes with that. Yeah, and it's very it's very old school also when you yeah. think about it. Just how dominant, you know, the run games used to be and 
there are just so few teams that that really care to do it. I mean, Green Bay definitely isn't a team that ever cares to run the ball. <laughs> they try. They pretended. I want to say last year. Oh, Rodgers is opening up, opening up his mind to the run game, and no, he hasn't. He wants to throw the ball every damn time. Yeah. He's open when he scrambles and runs. Right. You know what? He's he was their leading their leading rusher. Yeah, he last was. night. I think he ran for like forty five or forty seven yards. Yeah, they're, they're they're running back average like two yards a carry, if that. Yeah, I think we both started Adam Jones. Uh, Aaron what? Jones. You're thinking of Pac what Man. You're thinking of Adam Pac Man Jones. Whatever. Former, former Cowboy, Cincinnati Bengal, what have you. He doesn't deserve for me to know his first name. Those paltry numbers he puts it, up. It was a tough game for names. You had Aaron Jones, then I guess you have Adam Jones stuck in your head. Then you have Devontae Adams, and you had Avante Maddox. That like it's, all these names sounded fucking. From, they all sounded the same to me. It's yeah, it's too difficult, for, certainly for me. And it sounds like you as well. It's, yeah, I can't. Oh get yeah. Too, too old for this shit. Well, I was I was stuck in the car. You know, I had to pick up Olivia. She was at her friend's house, so. You know, I was stuck in the car for, like, a good part of the, the first quarter because her friend lives about 25 minutes away. And um, I'm listening to Merrill Reese, obviously, on, on 94 because I want to hear the broadcast. And him and – oh, fuck. Who is his partner? Mike Quick. Uh, yeah, Quick. Thank you. Um, they – he kept saying Devontae Maddox and Avante Adams. And, you know, they were just fucking up their names. <laughs> And they kept correcting each other, and it was just great. It's like there's no way Merrill Reese is going to figure this out. And then I swear he said Merrill Reese made a comment about Marquez, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh-huh. He says he doesn't uh, – Scantling doesn't exactly fit at the end of Marquez Valdez. <laughs> it should be like Gonzalez or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck year is this, 1965? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Merrill. I mean, oh. God, get a little bit woke. That was fucking hilarious. I still love, uh, I mean, no one really no one really listens to Merrill or the radio anymore. Like, you have to be in like, an extreme so. situation. I mean, like, last week was the first time I ever drove by the Eagles stadium when the Eagles were playing. Like, it's such an <laughs> odd, it's like it's never happened to me before. And right. then, you know... I'm not one of those people that turns off. I, I hate Joe Buck, and I put, turn on Merrill. That's not going to happen. But oh my God, no! I love I love the highlights. The next, you know, on ESPN or Jim Rome when 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 that's when I love to hear Merrill. Yeah, I I mean I like listening to Merrill. He's fine. Yeah, it's the voice of the Eagles. You know, I mean, always forever be associated that way. So I, I like him. Mike Quick always sounds like a dummy to me. Yeah. He, I don't know what, what he really... He's kind of like a meathead. Brings to the table. Yeah, he's a football player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this is the uh, the players podcast, right? Like uh, Sims the Left Go? Yeah. Um, I would say we're probably less of a players podcast than, than they were. We, we're, I, we're equal <clears throat> opportunity offender. Sure. But yeah, Quick is... He doesn't bring anything to the table on that broadcast. He's terrible. Yeah, but you know, I, I, we 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 love Mike Quick, so who cares? Well, who's listening is uh, actually well, that, the yeah. point, right? Quick, 
<laughs> who was Quick's uh, quarterback? Would it have been Randall? It was Jaworski. Um, it was oh, really. It was, well, it was Jaworski on that ninety-nine yard uh, touchdown catch in overtime against the Falcons. Damn. And then I uh, do not yeah, remember that. Then I guess he made it into some Cunningham. But not yeah, much. Yeah, he was definitely with Cunningham a little bit. But you're right. Probably not. Probably not for long. Um. All right. God. Already way off off track here. <laughs> Talking about Mike Quick. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, we will. We uh, well, I won a lot of money, and I I picked the Eagles in the pick and pull, and that's like a battle zone with everybody picking the Packers. Just beautiful, so beautiful. Yes. Now I noticed uh, you only put a weighting of one on that pick. I, no, I yeah, of course I only put a one. Okay. I didn't want to go crazy just because. First of all, I hate picking the Thursday games no matter what. Yeah, I steer, I'm steering clear of it now. That's my first rule of this pick and pull. And when there's like four buys, you're going to – like you have to pick every single game. Um, but, yeah, you know, I mean this is the hope where, you know, even though I picked one, you know, I just I'm – I'm in such an advantage, such a great position right now. Well, yeah, I mean – well, you – so am I. Yeah, what? I hope. No, you because, more. you know, I mean, obviously, I wish I had picked the Eagles and put a 13 on it, but I'm just glad that I didn't, you know, pick Green Bay like 98 percent of the league mm -hmm. and half of them are a starting out a little bit fucked. Yeah, a lot you of know, 10 or 11 points on it. Like it's obviously I could speak from experience. It's not good when you your 13 loses. Didn't I pick fucking Carolina, mm -hmm. <laughs> Carolina, like two Thursdays ago? Yeah, yeah, you did. Holy that was shit! A mistake. But you know, and that's the other thing too is when there's some when there's there's extra games this week. There's two extra games that aren't don't get picked. They're almost as important as the games you do pick. And you know, and especially if you know, there's there'll be some like, you know, layups seemingly to Joe Public that I'll just lay off, which is basically me betting against the layup when I don't bet it at all. Yes, I agree with you. Well, I think that was my outlook last night. Yeah. Um, I felt like most of the league heading into it was going to think that Green Bay was a layup. You know, Green Bay is not losing Lambeau Field on a Thursday night. Uh, Eagles have not been looking all that great. You know, it just – the whole narrative was set up, and it's kind of like what we talked about, but it, it had that feel to us – uh, to you first, and then to me that uh, the Eagles were going to pull that one out, which they did. But yeah, I mean, I felt like I was like, you know what? Not even, not even waiting or selecting this game is a victory <laughs> for me. So I'm just staying away from it. I was like, it's the same as me putting a one on the Eagles, which is probably all that I would have done. Right. You know. Um, but, but 30, 34, 27 win. Mm-hmm. And they're two and two. Uh, Green Bay's three and one, and Don't, whatever. Did, didn't look like a three and one team. <laughs> no, and I, you know, I boy, it was I just so so proud of myself for everything we talked about last time, and you know the Green Bay defense and the and the quarterbacks they played and and you know the you know the odds, you know how they were top five in odds to win the Super Bowl. I was like, that's just 
I, I don't know. I mean, it's like I that's that's the first Packers game I just watched from start to finish. I know it's the second one. That's right, the the Chicago game, and it I, it I really is this. The, uh, it's poor evaluation of the first three weeks of the season. That's what's happening yes. by so many people, you know, uh, professionals and just like non non professionals like you and I. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I had some misconceptions too about Green Bay. I yeah. Did. And uh, yeah, this is there's still time to take advantage of some of the value um, when it comes to betting this weekend. But we'll get to that. All right, Jimmy the Greek. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Um, now, my other podcast, I pick the other side of everything. So it depends <laughs> on <to> go... <laughs> That's perfect. Can I link to that podcast no, in no, our no, podcast no. notes? No, that's a pay That's a pay service, that podcast. Oh, wow. Patreon, something by the, or other. By the way, so before the Eagles game, I was 16 and 12 at a 57% winning percentage. You were eleven and sixteen at forty percent. Not, um, not as good. Not as good, but we both picked the Eagles. Um, now I'm seventeen and twelve. You're twelve and sixteen. I bumped, I bumped myself up to fifty-eight percent, and you bumped yourself up to forty-two percent. So, all right, job. I'm on the move. Yes. Remember, there are seventeen weeks in a season. Trending plus up. Playoffs, yeah. Plus playoffs, I have plenty of time to get well above five hundred. Yeah. I really have to buckle down, though. I mean, I, you know, honestly, the mo- the best you can hope for is is right where I am right now, is bit, you know close to sixty, a little above fifty five, really. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, if, my God, how much higher do you expect to go? You got to come back down to earth. Yeah, the house always wins, as they say. True, but. You're giving people the edge with your picks. I, I think. am. I am. And I'm balancing it out the other way. <laughs> so we're keeping people on a nice even keel, hopefully around 500. You're making my picks look that much better. I really am. My God, <laughs> you're really shining. Uh, so what do you want to say about this game outside of what we've I, mentioned already? I really I, – I think it would be a good idea to go through our texts to each other. I think it's an interesting – way to look at it i'm sure most people are texting their friends during the game you know there's there's ebbs and flows there's highs and lows i don't know if they were texting with the same rate and frequency that we were like a a couple of fucking lovers (laughs) you should see when i hear my texting my face just light up johnny's texting me again (laughs) (laughs) maureen and i haven't texted like this in years (laughs) Does Melinda even have your phone number? <laughs> she has my second phone. Oh, got it, got it. Like Walt. Your other wives have the first one. Yeah. Um, I think it was interesting. I, I do want to read one one text. So, the night before, you were uh, arguing with dummies on Facebook, and uh, <laughs> they had, they had wanted. Should I explain to... what that argument was about? Yeah, go ahead. That was somebody posted something about. We should cut Aguilar. He fucking blows something like that. And I, I'm not going to say he's I'm not saying he's the, he's the greatest receiver. But I, you know, I chimed in there like, number one, who are you going to? You know, who who we get, who else is left? Uh, just like two years ago, this guy, he shined, shined in the Super Bowl. I think he had the most receptions in the game. 
like 12 or mm-hmm. fucking 13 catches. Um, you know, yes, he's, he's got a case of the drops here and there, and he's also caught touchdowns or whatever. I'm not going to go through the whole dialogue, but these two fucking morons wouldn't stop going back and forth with me. They wouldn't. And the one, the <laughs> one guy <laughs> called me a moron, and he spelled moron M-O-R-R-O-N. Uh-huh. So I just – I you know what? I, I failed, though. I should have screenshotted it. And then like replied with it yeah, because what it. I what, what happened was yeah I said hey I just said you spelled moron wrong and I just you know did the the crying emoji. Oh, uh, what if he was calling and, you Doug Marone? Oh well, I don't bigger know. insult. I, I don't think this guy could go that deep for a reference. <laughs> he they weren't bright. They they just weren't that smart. I, you know, and it starts to feel like you're they're just under they're they're overmatched. Yeah, every time. It's true. It's a sin. I mean, and you'll, you know, as we kind of go through our text, you'll see, like, again, like I said, the ebbs and flows. I mean, it's part of being a fan. It's it's part of the fun of the game. I mean, of of, of watching sports. But, you know, the, these 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 takes of like Aguilar has to go like, oh, I, you know, I, I actually you said it or I said it. Yeah. Best time to cut Aguilar is when the rest of the receivers are injured. I mean, what the right. fuck? What the fuck? Are we. What are we talking? This like it's not even a discussion. I already dropped some balls, but at this point, what are we doing? Antonio Brown? What do you, you want to do? He's caught some balls too. He's got yeah. like three or four touchdowns this year. And the funny I mean, thing he's is, not like, dropping everything. His touchdown catch against the Lions was like, you know, he's he. It was a good catch, and then he's like weaving through traffic, and then scores. Like, you know, yes. he's, he's making making moves and doing stuff. Right, the guy's not incompetent like these fucking fools that are creating these posts on Facebook. They just, they're so dumb. They are just dumb, and it's so representative of a lot of people. It's the same crowd that was saying, it's that's arguing Wentz versus Foles. Uh, That that was like the primary argument for weeks, and now it's moved on to cut Aguilar. You know what's funny? Are we going to pick up, uh, what's his name, from the Jaguars? Right. You know what's hilarious? Lately, I still will see that that Foles Wentz comment. Someone will say it, and um, I, I, the first thing that enters my head is Nick Foles has a broken collarbone. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Like, right? Why is this a conversation? If we're talking no. about right now, why would you want a guy that's injured? Like, this I is honestly don't know. People are arguing for an injured quarterback right now. If when they yeah, when pe- they when they bring this up, it's it's yeah, it's beyond stupid. <laughs> it really I, I, is. I, I, but yeah, I don't know. There's so anyway. People you and I lost their fucking minds. Right. And uh, so you and I both, I think, missed the first quarter. I was out at at dinner, and uh, luckily my uh, the guy I was with, he's a customer slash friend. We were kind of sitting there, and I was like. I was kind of nursing my drink, and he wasn't getting a new one. I'm like, oh, I'm like, you don't need to wait for. Are you waiting for me? Or he's like, I said, oh, I'm done. I, we can leave. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I could tell that he wanted to go. I'm like, fucking perfect. So yeah, I, I great. could go. I could go watch this game. So now I, you couldn't tell this guy like, hey, I want to go watch the Eagles game. Like, what the fuck? Well, it's a different situation because uh, my territory is getting shaken up. And I'm not necessarily going to see him as often as I have in the past. Got so it. I'm like, okay. you know, you know, just in case we went off drinking or something. But 
Uh, he just came back from Vegas, so it wasn't going to happen anyway. But okay, and it was my mistake right. I, when I when I set this up. I completely forgot about the Thursday night game. And the funny thing is, I had a room reserved up in Green Bay that I that I had to cancel because uh, I planned to kind of go to this one. <laughs> yeah, would have been a great one. Yeah, would have last... been one of the best games of the season. The last two times up there were wins, and I didn't go. And but I went to the preseason loss. <laughs> but it was a Super Bowl. Well, well, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, besides Facebook, uh, what what else did you want to talk about with this game? Well, I do. All right. I don't know what point this was, but I I said to you I agree with Sims to put Wentz on their center, and that was probably when it was we were still down ten seven I think. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why Wentz isn't under center more. Like I, I am hundred percent with Chris Sims on this. Oh yeah, well he he made the point the other day. He said, "Look at the best offenses in football, and see how they're lining up." He said the QBs under center. Why are these and, other teams not taking note of this and fucking implementing that that game plan? It's weird because I don't watch football with that eye. I'm just kind of just I'm used to just seeing Wentz. In the shotgun, like it just—it just seems just how it is. Well, and I used to think that shotgun was preferable because it—you see the, you know, I—I I thought you see the field a little bit better. But well, yeah, listening and, to Sims, it's the opposite. Well, right. I like how he said it. it's like, yeah, when you're when you're under center and you're going back, you're a linebacker, you're a lineman, you're like, oh, what is he doing with the ball? Is he handing it off? And then that second is all you need is if it is a play action or, or whatever. That's you know that's important. And it's harder for them to see. And I was like, yeah, that makes a yeah, lot of sense. You're not on display. You're not mm-hmm. on display when you're under center like that. Um, yeah, he, no, he makes a lot of good points. And we also were pointing out, like, why the fuck aren't they using Jordan Howard? This was obviously before Jordan Howard goes on a scoring tear. Uh, we had already witnessed Green Bay just march downfield. Well, we didn't witness it. I guess I was following it on the radio. You maybe were looking on your phone. I'm not sure. What, what this bar that you were at? Or actually, were you at a restaurant? Let me tell you where I was at. I was at a bar restaurant full of locals. All right. So the dude I'm with is, I don't know. I'm gonna say a little bit older than us. Let's say he's 50, right? And he is. So it's basically his cheers, and. When I tell Any you TVs, yeah, no, no, there was TVs. I was, I was watching it at the bar, but I was like, unfortunately, oh, okay. it was like he was to the right of me and the TV was to the left of me. So I was basically at a certain point just ignoring him. Like I did see it. <laughs> I did see every play, but it was funny. All the people in there were all like senior citizens, like, you know, wobbling in there. Like it was a local of local bars. It was a fucking Moe's. Where the hell it was, was he? And then. So we're at the bar. There's, there's like a little barrier, and then there's booths that are a little bit elevated. But it was all very close quarters. So somebody like uh, one of the bar, the bartender mentions she said something, and then all of a sudden you hear this guy say, "Well, yeah, well, I would like to get a fucking menu over here," and Jesus, and he was right behind us, and we both turned and looked, and we're like, and he was dead serious. He's like, "I've been sitting here and." Uh, 
And the bartender just silently like walked out and just gave a menu. And she's, you know, she's an old timey, you know, you could tell like, and I, it, again, I, I would never do this in a million years. I don't know what it would take for me to just curse out a whole, like the whole place stopped. Like it's a, it's a bar full of locals. And then this Yahoo, wherever the fuck he was from, comes in and starts dropping F-bombs. And number one, why would you antagonize someone that's bringing you food and drinks? It's, it's a great it's question. The dumbest thing in the world. Number two, as much as I curse, it's all I do is curse. I curse at my kids. I curse at the you know everyone. It's all I do is curse. When this guy said fuck, I was so offended by it. I couldn't believe this guy in the whole place is like, where's my, you know, can I get a fucking menu? He said, <laughs> and then we all just kind of waited there. Then, and then at one point the bartender, so the bartender obviously knows my, my friend, you know, very well. And at a certain point I was sitting there like in silence, like she was going to like refill me or something. She's like, are you okay? And I was looking in the mirror and I was watching the guy and his wife leave. And I'm like, I said, no, no, I'm waiting for that asshole to leave. And she's like, oh yeah, we all are. <laughs> But I wow, was, that guy's a real abrasive prick. Yeah, I just don't know what I. I don't know. Some people go out and they expect, you know, they they're like king for a day. I guess so. The since when does the world work like that? Big Mike is like this. He like expects every the waiter to be like there instantly and doing a million things for him oh, to no. barely give them twelve percent. And you know, oh, they see me, or they didn't give me a call. It's like you know, Costanza in the restaurant. They see me. They're ignoring me. You know, it, it, they expect you know the world because they're decided to grace everyone's presence with walking into a restaurant. Oh, so Big Mike's got like that entitled that entitlement, right? That like I'm here, I'm you know I'm in charge of your tip. You better make sure that you wait on me the way I expect you to. Yeah, you know what they're in charge of? Spitting in your fucking food when you <laughs> act like an asshole like that. Right. I never, ever am rude to food servers, no. even when they're rude to me. I'm just like, I don't want spit in my food. I just Usually it's like, I just want to fucking eat. I'm starved. I don't want these people fucking with my food. I I don't know. It takes a lot of balls and, to to act like that towards them. Because we know, yeah, and then you know, we know all the food is not – perfect back there i mean i used to make salads and like my bare hands and shit and all that kind of stuff and um and, you know it's interesting like the one scorsese scene that i can't watch is when uh when nikki's brother hocks that loogie into the sang into the the cop sandwich i can't even look at it i, I can't even look at it <laughs> it's it, that's so hilarious though but i know it's disgusting and I used to be able to look at it, but now the past five times I watched that movie, I just kind of just, I don't fast forward. I just, don't, I just look away. It's, it's so disgusting. Crazy. It really, I know, man. It's it's stomach turning. <laughs> now you know when when uh, Charlie M guy is getting his eyeballs popped out. I'm watching. You know, I have no problem with that. Uh yeah, that was well. That that didn't bother me, but the baseball bat to the head in the cornfield fucking bothered me a whole lot. Yeah, the like first one was... on the first one on Pesci. Oh my god, that's yeah. really disturbing. Holy shit. Well, you know what's so fucked up about it? That scene is that I was like, shit, man, they were like his fucking friends yeah. five minutes ago. Um, but you know, as you could see, it you know, nobody's really they weren't really super friends. It was just the order came down to kill you, so we're gonna do it in the 
the most god awful way possible. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to burst your bubble here, but uh, mob guys aren't aren't good people. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you mean they're not all like, uh, like like Paulie and Silvio and, nah. and Tony? <laughs> no, nah. Tony had some nice streaks. Yeah, sad to say. I mean, he held his uh, his nephew's nostrils shut. Uh, oh shit! I'm I'm giving away uh, oh, plot points uh, five five seasons away. Uh, nobody knows who I'm talking about. Nobody nah. knows. Nobody nah. knows. All right. Uh, so anyway, back to the fucking Eagles, man. Jesus, so we got off track. Aaron Aaron Jones gave us a three yard touchdown run, and and then there was yeah. a, a Mason Crosby field goal, and then it was. <clears throat> A, a great run back from Sanders, uh, which kind of yes. got them in, in good that position. Was a spark. Yes, exactly. And and then uh, Alshon gets his first touchdown, and it's ten seven. Yes. Um, Packers followed up with a field goal, and then I think so. It's thirteen seven, and then I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what your text was about the, the beautiful touchdown. Was that the one? It wasn't the one Goddard. I think it was the one to, to Graham, right? The Jimmy Graham one? It was Jimmy Graham. Yeah, that was it. It was just a nice pass. You know, Rodgers made a really nice throw. It was beautiful. It, it was perfect. He had a couple nice ones. I mean, the the throws to Geronimo Allison, um, like Rodgers made some really good throws. I think I would say besides his ineptitude at the goal line, which I, I, I just don't know what was going on there. Besides that, he made some nice throws. I mean, I think once Devontae Adams was out of the game, that that was sort of it. You know, the defense was able to kind of key on Jimmy Graham. Um, somehow they they held Geronimo Allison and Valdez Scantling at bay. I, I don't know how our secondary did that, but I guess it's when you when you have that when when you have them like inside the red zone or at, at that point you're they were on like the three or the two yard line. I got, I don't know. Is it just that it's like so tight in there that they just can't, you know, Rogers couldn't find a window plus the pressure. I think they were just keeping everyone in front of them after that first quarter. Yeah. And then they couldn't run. So it's like, you know, they were dropping. I mean, they dropped, they were doing that thing where they were dropping the linemen back in the coverage. The lineman would fake a rush and then drop back like, um, there was almost one interception based on that, and then there was a nice breakup play. From yeah, the you deep. don't see Rodgers make that many mistakes often. You really don't. I, I like, he hasn't looked great, but he hasn't looked like that. Well, no, and it's um. Here's I forget. So here's nine nine forty one p.m. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if that's Eastern time or not. Where I'm like, I'm feeling it. And this will fuck up a ton of our pick and pullers. And I did say at a certain point that I'm scared of your boy, meaning Rogers. Then I was like, right. just, but I was like, just kidding. And it was like, it, 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 that was his, his hard count that maybe that was a two minute warning where he did the hard count and no one budged. Yeah, it was hilarious. He, he used to nail everybody on that, and I get so tired of hearing how great he is that it. it's like, okay, it's a hard count. Me too. He gives a shit. That's what you said. You're like, they weren't budging. I'm like, that's the best part of his game the past two years, strolling off sides. <laughs> well, it's over now. 
Right. And Look, you know I love Rodgers, but the, the hard count annoys the shit out of me. And this was an interesting play the game. This was an interesting game because you love Rodgers. I I don't hate him, but I'm done with him. And I'm tired of, you know, just the charade of we have to bow down at this guy's altar. Yeah. And um this was what did he Oh, here it is. This is his fumble. So was it who who hit it? Uh, did Brandon Graham slap his hand? Yeah, I thought or it was he recovered. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So that that was a huge, huge moment, and obviously, and it's exactly what we needed, and it was really just keeping us, you know, keeping us in it. I mean, it's basically the first sack we really had all season. I mean, forcing that fumble. Yeah, it was, and it was better than a sack. Yeah, it was great. You said he was like Keenum in that pocket. <laughs> he was. I mean, it's a little overboard, but I got the reference. I mean, Keenum Monday night. It's like he's never been in a, on a football field. But yeah, I was I was shocked that because we were missing Rogers all night and we were right there with him all night. I was watching the pocket collapse on him all night and he still didn't get touched like he he would either just duck under and, and, and scramble or go sweep out ride or obviously, or just find, find something to throw to, but we were so close all night. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, this, this game, man, it could have been, we, I have to say, I'm not, I'm not going to say the only reason we won was because Devonta Adams got hurt. Uh, it wasn't bad luck that Adams left the game because let me say nobody was covering that fucker. He was catching everything in sight. Yeah. He had like 170 yards. I think it's the most he's ever had. He had a career game, and he only played half of it. But you know, that's a problem that we can't cover. A, uh, you know, the number one receiver. No, it is. And then, and then right? more, and then more injuries don't help. And then we picked up. Uh, who did we pick up today? Um, if Scan- his name's not Jalen, I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's Scandrick. Scandrick? Who is that? Orlando Scandrick? Yeah, what's his name? He's he's back. Wait, he was here before. Yeah, wasn't he? Maybe I'm talking thinking the wrong guy. Scandrick, shit, man. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, they we re-signed him. Oh shit, he was here for a fucking cup of coffee, I think. Listen, I'm telling you that Jalen is not happening. Just at this point, it's not happening. No, it's not. And um, basically, you know what? Honestly, you still, for for whatever it's worth, the Eagles' defense weathered the storm last night, and then cracked down when they had to, and they did. You know, I mean, it's it's a great stat, great stat line for for Adams, but ultimately, that's all it was. Well, yes, but he left the game injured well yeah um i'm not like i said i'm not saying that's the reason why the eagles won we will never know what would have happened i'm just saying you can't discount that no it's something no. to worry about with this defense man they just of can't course. cover a fucking number one receiver it's it's really scary uh think about what julio did to us listen all the the best you know it's we're it's it's we're back we're two and two 12 and 4 is back on the table. 
who was it that killed us last week? Yeah, 12-4 is on the table. I don't want to be all down. This is after a victory. I'm just trying to be a realist, man. You know, I don't like to uh, do bullshit. I don't want to be a homer. I want to, you know, I want our team to be good. <laughs> I don't want them to just win. Um, who was it that beat us last week? Amendola down the sideline for Detroit? Yes. Yeah. Can we celebrate the Thursday night win? Jesus Christ. I thought we already did. I thought we got that out of the way. Now we're going to talk about uh, this 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 uh, pickup, Skandrick, former <laughs> Cowboy. He's got one defensive touchdown, uh, number 32, played for the Cowboys, got three kids. He's deflected 76 passes in his career, and he's 32 years old. Yeah. 32. No one's saying this is this will do anything but just stem the tide. You don't want to get stuck on Skandrick Island if you're a receiver. <laughs> you ever hear that saying? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, yeah. so they signed somebody. Got it. We'll see what happens there. Great win last night. Thir I loved it. It's, it's Exciting so it's game. 13-7, Dallas Goddard. Yes. <laughs> scores. Eagles up, 14-13. And yeah. now – we're feeling it. Then, uh, you know. Uh, I didn't think that Goddard had hands anymore after that fucking ball that bounced off his palms last week. No. It's like he was wearing fucking cinder blocks o on, on top of his wrists. So, good good touchdown by him last night. Good and catch. A, and a Lambo leap. Yes. And did you see the Packers fan, like, trying to push him off? Yeah. Well, I would, too. <laughs> Wouldn't you? <laughs> if that was happening, I mean, my God, if that happened at the link... And it was like Devontae Adams after scoring his second touchdown. You well, know, he probably would have po poked his eyes through a fucking helmet. It's a, it's a fine line because he's coming into the stands. And, you know, you're not allowed to touch the players. But the guys congratulating him, him are. But you can yeah. see how the guy kind of trying to push him off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Might be frowned He upon. didn't like it. Uh, uh, he didn't like it. You're not supposed to do a Lambo leap if you're not <laughs> – Playing for Lambeau. So it's 21-13, and then I think Rodgers, I think they get the ball back with about two and a half left. Is that where he and, threw that bomb, tossed that bomb to Allison? Uh, yes. Well, because you, you said, God damn, that was impressive. Allison, holy shit. So probably. Oh, yeah, that fucking catch was unbelievable. Yeah. Un unreal. Great, great catch. Great throw. Um. And that was, and then he, and then Allison caught the touchdown. Yes, which was which was another nice catch. And this is, you know, I I put it's a shame the defense had them stop before the penalty. Uh, there was like a third down where they basically stopped and like that was it was a weird night because the defense was stopping them, but there was the yeah. penalties were it, endless. This was the I illegal hands to the face penalty, if yeah. I'm not uh, mistaken. I think so. And that was five yards, first down. And then the Packers drove 70 yards or something like that. It was like in under a minute, they made it downfield and scored. Yes. That was bad. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. But uh, we go in the halftime up a point. So. And I believe you did make the comment, what are we turning into the fucking Oakland Raiders? <laughs> After like penalty number seven was called uh, on, on the Eagles. I'm exaggerating. I'm, I actually don't know how many penalties they, they took last night, but it felt like a lot. Yeah, I'll look up that in a second. Um, there was, oh, 
Uh, there wasn't the Jordan Howard pass. So let's get into Wentz a little bit because he had a very nice pass where he kind of waited for like a second to throw it. And I believe it was it was Jeffrey, but it was a really it was just a nice patience patience on this pass. Yeah, it was like a little slant over the middle, um, but he waited just long enough. There were, the Eagles were were getting you know critical first downs uh, throughout the game. Or you know there wasn't even the third and longs. They were kind of they were getting a few conversions. Yeah. Like, like again, that running game just it just changes everything. You just feel confident about everything after that after a certain point. You do. Um, th- those are the. I mean, honestly, it was like the most important players in the game were Jordan Howard, Zach Ertz, and Carson Wentz. Ertz really did a good job of getting where he needed to be, mm-hmm. um, and, and getting open. But you know, making sure he was beyond that first down marker, um, and yep. and just making the catch. I mean, the guy's just got great hands. He doesn't drop the ball, so. I was fine with Wentz going to him over and over again last night because, quite honestly, Green Bay supposedly had good cornerbacks, but they seemed to have a tough time covering Ertz. And, yeah, Ertz, Ertz came up really big last night. I think he had, like, seven catches, and it felt like every catch was a first down. It did. And, and you know, although I was not as high on the Packers' defense as, as the rest of the country seemed to be, I didn't, yeah. think, I didn't think they would be this bad. Um. But yeah, they had they, did they have a few they had a few injuries last night though, right? On D. I don't I don't know from from before from week prior. I thought or, or, I thought some players got injured in the game last night. Yeah, that could have been the if first I'm not mistaken. the first quarter. The one yeah, I the think one so. dude got carted off. That, that, and they lost um a lineman. And I think that what's his name? Balaga? I think that killed oh, yeah. Rodgers. That's when Rodgers started having a lot of – even though we still didn't sack his ass. No. It was like they were right around him constantly. Um, couldn't well, take him down. So it's we're, it's 27-20, and the Eagles go for two. Uh, we both questioned this decision. Yeah. But yeah, It wasn't my favorite, but it, it didn't hurt us in the end, so whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you said that how Rodgers has been such a dud in the second half this year. Yeah. He has been. And even I, at that point, decided I'm not talking trash about Rodgers until the game ends. I'm just not doing it. As much as I love talking trash about him. Um, and then, actually, I think this is when this might have been. Oh, no, this was the Jimmy Graham touchdown. That was a beautiful play and pass. It was. I mean, he put that in the perfect spot. I mean, it was only 10 yards, but still. No, wait a minute. Is that is that to um, what what score what was the score at that point? I th- I feel that, like you're you're off. No, that's twenty seven twenty seven. That's the Jimmy Graham touchdown. Got third, it. Okay. Third quarter. Yeah, I mean Rodgers only scored one touchdown the entire second half. So, like I said, he's been a dud in yeah. second halves yeah. the entire season. I mean, uh, one touchdown, and they were on the fucking goal line or inside the five twice. Came away with shit. There was, and this was the drive <clears throat> where where Rogers scrambled, and I was like standing up or something, or I, I had a weird angle in the TV, and it looked like Graham had reached out. I was like, oh, did he did he cause a fumble again? And then all Fletcher Cox was like in the middle of like the field, like all he had to do was like reach up and and touch. 
I was shocked when I saw that Rodgers still had the ball and scrambled for like a 12 yard first down. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it was so he was really that, that I think at one point I texted motherfucker because we just could not contain him. He was running up and down the field. Right. That's why I was like, yeah, defense had them most of that drive again. Like, I feel like the defense, I don't know. I, I just, I, I felt good about them. I felt bad about them. It was such a weird night. Um, they do a, the defense does a uh, don't bend, don't bend, don't bend, break. <laughs> that, I, I think that, that's, that was kind of what I kept seeing last night, you know. Do it, was, we, it was crazy. Yeah. Do we uh, do we care to discuss the that the pass interference that wasn't well, overturned? We can. And favorite. I also want to make sure that we just give Wentz his due um, because I thought he was masterful last night and the play calling really fucking solid. It really was like I've been on Doug for the last couple of weeks for the play calls. Last night it was beautiful, and they were exactly fifty-fifty run to pass. Fifty-fifty, exactly. Well, I said this was like last. This was had become in a little way like last year's Rams game, where you know no one expected us to win, and Doug, you know, I I don't want to say Doug pulls these out of a hat, but Doug has a way of getting this team prepared, you know, the nobody believes in us game, and like he just can do it. And now you spent the whole game last night. Like, why weren't you doing, you know, calling the plays like this the first three weeks? (laughs) But I don't know what it is, man. These guys can't get out of their own way sometimes, these coaches. So you had a pretty interesting take here. Uh, You're like, uh, Green Bay has officially has a problem stopping the run. Um, was that before or after Jordan Howard's third touchdown of the night? I can't remember. It could have been. It, it could have been after. Uh, yeah. They really just they didn't know what to do. Now I can't tell. There was. Do you remember the one hole? It had to be seven feet wide. That Jordan Howard just kind of. I mean, he ran through the middle of it. There wasn't a player within three feet of him on either side of his body. His touchdown catch? No, this was a uh, run. This okay. was a run. Um, you know, he just ran out of the backfield. The hole, that, I think he might have went for like 14 or something like that. I, I mean, the holes that were being created, and I don't know if that's that's Doug's design or that's just how bad the Green Bay line is. I, I couldn't figure it out. Could they be, could not stop the fucking run. Could be both. Yeah, maybe. It was beautiful. The, I mean, the, yeah. the 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 play calling was just just perfect last night. It was really everything that they needed. I, Wentz executed perfectly as well. I liked Doug's pass interference challenge on the Jeffrey. I mean, they you know they grabbed his hand before the ball was even near him. They did, but we but, got. Was that the one that we won, or we were, or we lost that? Um, we lost that one. Challenge, or it wasn't over, It wasn't overturned. Yeah, and they and, said, "Oh, well, that's consistent with how they called it earlier, where it wasn't well, called it when was a, the Eagles." Yeah, who it was, was it? Avante Maddox or something? Pass interference play. It was a makeup call. Yeah, that we were the Eagles were were face guarding and kind of there, but it wasn't like. You know, it's like when they're slowing it down, and it's so true. When everything's in slow motion, 
yeah, everything looks like a penalty in super slow motion. It really does. You're right. But and yeah, that that's a good point. I mean, it's not always easy to see. But, you know, when they slow it down and I see the cornerback like grabbing Jeffrey's arm and pushing it to his body so that you couldn't reach out and catch a ball like when they see that on instant replay why how do you not call that interference yeah i don't know it, i don't know um you know don't they shouldn't you should get fined by the league office right like why didn't you call that you reviewed it why wouldn't you call that if i were the eagles i'd be complaining about that yeah they should i mean i, I don't maybe they do and we just don't know about it i we're probably going to get to a point where the coaches are going to realize I can't waste a challenge on a pass interference. Unless it's the actual Rams-Saints type of play. You just can't mess with it. Well, that's true because, I mean, I would have thought that that was a a clear-cut pass interference call. I I did too, and and I I was worried that the Eagles one was pass interference. I mean, I could see— Oh, it definitely was. Yeah, but I thought, I, it was. I thought it was more of a slow motion pass interference, but, you know, whatever. Well, when you're reviewing it in slow motion and it looks like a pass interference, like, shouldn't they be saying, yeah, that was pass interference? They have to go by the mm-hmm. video that they're watching. I don't know. Uh, We're spending a lot of time on this, but um, are you? Watch- how about I'm let's sorry. go with final thoughts on the game th- on the game here. Okay. Let's get into our picks. Um. Is there anything else interesting that was texted? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You could vamp while I while I flip through. Uh, Are you I'm watching? Any really chance sure. you have the Phillies game still on? They're in the, in the bottom of the, the Phillies. Fi- they're in the bottom of the fifteenth. Yeah. Are they playing the Marlins this weekend? Yeah, and there's still people in the stands. There's somebody in a shark costume. Yeah, this is <laughs> the game you take your kid to. You don't have to worry about running yeah. into anybody. Right. You know, it's nice and calm and quiet. It's probably easy to get in and out of the parking lot. Oh, that's over for sure. to the bridge. You know, it's it's lovely. Uh, no, I'm not watching the Phillies. I haven't watched them in a while, honestly. I just don't care about them. Yeah. Uh, they they, so, they were terrible all all season, up and down. Oh, I just said I made a comment because Troy Aikman <laughs> said I think that the the these matchups favor the Packers wide receivers. <laughs> so <laughs> co- comparing them <laughs> to you know the Eagles secondary, their cornerbacks and safety. I yeah, you know, do you have to be a Hall of Fame quarterback to make that that call? That that was so obvious. I I hate when they say the state the obvious like that. Is that yeah, a surprise? No, they can barely say anything. I, you know, I, I, I don't hate Aikman, but I'm not really, I'm not hanging on his every word. I'm not expecting anything from him either. It's all a lot no. of a heck of heck of this, heck of a talk, heck of a play. No, yeah, heck of a. <laughs> you're right, man. He's just a good old yeah. boy. He's he's no Tony Romo. No, I'll say that. No, he's not. Um, None of them are. None of them are Tony Romo. Just in the rings and Hall of Fame department. So I, I think I would like Tony Romo and Al Michaels and kick Collinsworth to the fucking curb. Oh, I like Collinsworth. Eh, well, I, I like his knowledge. Yeah. I'll say that. He just seems so biased at, at times. So we kind of can't get past it. 
we there was a certain point where we were talking about once having some bad throws. Can't find it though. I know we definitely talked mm-hmm. about it. He had a few bad throws last night, like three or four of them. He did. Uh, so this is all Rogers tonight. If we yeah, it was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Cox. And then that was leading up to they turned it over or not turned it over. They they you know they had to give it away. And then Rodgers took them downfield, and he threw balls into the fucking dirt. Yeah. Cox, Cox looked like he was, like, weak to me, or he wasn't getting a good enough push. Yeah, you uh, were saying that. I wasn't really picking up on it. Um, I like this. Did you hear anything today about him? No, no. I just think it's just overall he's just getting older. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Phillies just won it. Uh, not good. I said – I hope they do go for it when the Packers went for it on on fourth and goal. And yes, yeah, we we were both did. down with that. And I love that the fourth play they hurried up to the line, like as if they were trying to catch the Eagles in something. And had no, they had nothing, they had nothing. No, the, those we could talk about that. Those play calls, the the those final. I'm assuming that's Lafleur. Yeah, has or to. or is that Rogers? Just you know flying by the seat of his pants i i don't know what the hell that i want to say it was the second or third down play where rogers i guess he was going for graham he's running left and he winds up just throwing it sailing it over his head yeah he was like because there was no play right he was covered he was so covered there was nothing happening there it was just it was it was it was odd i mean you could have drawn up a better play in the dirt it was really terrible. I and I believe that the first throw was to no, it couldn't have been to Adams. Damn it, I can't remember their first down call. They just had really bad ones, and it's interesting to me that they didn't even at least try to run the ball yeah. one time. Just once. Um but you know, it, whatever. I'm glad and, that they didn't. And this is where we have to give ourselves credit. Where uh you were like, if I'm not mistaken, this is the game plan we exactly called for. Heavy run game. It, correct. And you know that's what we said it yeah. was going to take to win. And then I I text Trubisky Cousins Flacco. And you know, there's almost nothing more to, to say about it really. Right. So, and who's the best out of those three? I guess you have to say Cousins. Yeah. At this wow. point. So when Cousins is at the top of the heap, you know it's a real fucking shit pile underneath actually this was and then at that point we did not get a field goal we didn't get anything we had another shotgun play and had to punt yeah yeah that's when i was getting irritated that was a really bad pass by wentz to to jeffrey that little out at the sticks and oh god that was terrible horrible yeah um yeah, we needed – we really needed – That's. I think I said something like we really needed him to connect. Like those are throws that you got to make. He he was great all game, and I hated to bitch about a couple throws, a handful. But right. shit, man, like at that point in the game, you like you need to convert. You, you need that first down. You don't want to give the ball back to Rodgers, which is what happened. And Rodgers did exactly what everyone expected him to do, which was get the ball downfield. I think were there some penalties in there as well. There was on all, that final drive. There was always penalties, and then there was, oh, who I can't remember who it was, but all over, all over one of the receivers in the end zone for pass interference. 
it was just a horrible, just a horrible pass interference. Uh, just horrible play. It was terrible. That's when we started. And Maddox got hurt, right? Is this when Maddox? That got might hurt have been the same that... play, yeah. Or and, yeah. and we were just. And I, at this point, this is when I really, this is when I said because I was like, as much as I Rogers is on my nerves, I'm like, I was convinced that he was still going to at least tie the game at this point. And then this is where I spoke it into existence, Johnny. Asking you, is this dude really not will really won't throw an an interception? <laughs> And, and yeah, there you go. And that's when he, and that's when Troy Aikman said his stupid shit. And then Maddox got hurt. And then there was the another goal line. You know, I don't even know. I don't even call it a goal line stand. It was a goal line ineptitude by the Packers again. Oh, and, that was so awful. <laughs> I mean, those plays were just pathetic. And you know what's really funny? I, I shouldn't say it's funny. After that injury, I mean, do you think that that had anything to do with the Packers coming out cold off of that really long injury timeout? Like, they had some yeah. momentum getting it, you know, he heading up to where wherever they were on the two. I can't even fucking remember. There was some momentum there, and that's why we were feeling it like, oh, shit. You know, this is where, please, please leave some time on the clock for the Eagles to, to you know, at least right. have a minute to do something, get a kick, a field goal. And, but no, they look so ice cold. Like there was nothing they could do. Right. It's a really Rogers good. looked like a new, a brand new quarterback. It, yeah. It's a really good point. Rookie. And then again, you could say whatever the outcome was, you either say it gave the Packers a lot of time to regroup and call the right play. You, and uh, the Eagles were shaken. Or you can say that the Packers got cold and then the Eagles got inspired. So it's kind of depends on the outcome, but it de it definitely did affect. It affected something. I think there's probably a lot of everything that you just mentioned, except for the part about Lafleur regrouping and figuring <laughs> out great plays because that didn't happen. Yeah, true. If it were Belichick over there, that's exactly what would have happened. They would have come back and they would have thrown. They would have ran Philly, Philly, yeah, and they would have scored. You know, the tying touchdown, and and. And Belichick would have went for two and just fucking won the game right there after scoring the TD. But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It was an amazing finish. I'm glad that it finished the way that it did. That was a really odd throw for Rodgers to try and make, to try and squeeze that one in. It was like Russell Wilson's interception in the Super Bowl um, to the Pats. Same exact location. Well, he's not uh, – he's not – comfortable in this offense yet and so he's still no. trying to do just the stuff that he always did and he was able to you know i mean what is his best pass that playoff game in dallas in a two-minute drill like 40 yards down the sideline or something if you don't oh, to jared cook like, yeah you know yep like like plays like that you must feel like you're invincible I mean, you know that's his much that, that's his bread and butter yeah so you can the, do no wrong except now shoulder. Yeah, he can do wrong. He's not as invincible as he used to be, whatever the factors are. And uh, it's just all—it's just all piling up now. And I think, uh, you know, at a certain point, this guy is going to have to adjust himself a little bit. You know, whether Lafleur is a bust or not, uh, you know. But the problem is, um, by the same token, he's basically getting away with it 
and is about to have his team tie the game. So, uh, you know. Well, that's the I, scary part. Right. And that, t that tells you how good he actually is. Yeah. Because the Green Bay Packers did not look good last night, and yet they were still in it at the end. At the very end. You know, that defense was how? terrible. They, they couldn't stop anything. Uh, but, and then, well, well, what about this? Why aren't, why doesn't Rodgers put up 42 points on the Eagles easily? Why isn't that happening? Well, I don't know if I, you know, look, I, I wasn't able to watch the, the film where you could see everybody, but I don't know how much separation his receivers are getting. And, you know, he hasn't, this last night was the first time he's thrown over 300 yards let alone over the 400 yards that he put up. Um, so I don't, you know, he hasn't been completing a ton of passes week in, week out. The one, the one week I think Aaron Jones had like a fucking monster day. The other two weeks it was like defense and defense are the reasons why they won. Rodgers did just enough to score. I mean, just he scored just enough for them yeah, to win in the beginning, and they ride it out. Yeah, he's been a dud in second halves. I don't think outside of Adam and Adams hasn't scored a touchdown yet this season. So I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Rodgers' problem or his receivers or the game plan and the play calls. So I don't know. All right, well, fuck him and fuck the Packers. Does yeah? Does this does this change anything we talked about on last time's yours episode about the rest of the Eagles' season? Uh, yeah. Where we put I don't know that I see them beating the Cowboys twice. Well, I think that that was kind of foolish for me to say that. Did we say that? I thought we had them splitting both times. I don't. I don't think so. I think it. I think we had them splitting in the eleven and five run, and the twelve and four run. They were beating the Cowboys twice. Okay, that's not going to happen. Well, that's fine. Uh, but I mean, but overall, anything. I mean, we're still we still felt positive about this season, win or lose yesterday, and I don't think well, for sure. I mean, that, you know, Jesus Christ, we just picked up Scandrick. <laughs> um <laughs> no we look we got the run game going let's please yes. let's not forget about that and let's let's continue to rely on that at, to set the, pay, the set the tone at the very least you want you want our defense on the field Lombardi always talks about this you want our defense on the field less than 30 minutes a game yeah and it, it, you know it, just keep pounding the ball of course and it if this wasn't the blueprint, I don't know what is. Um, one last thing, probably the best part of the night was the Eagles fans post-game uh, NFL Network set. Colleen Wolf, she's a Philly Philly girl. Uh, Steven Smith, some other dude, I don't know who it is, and then Michael Irvin. And uh, Carson Wentz comes out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, you know, there's there's Eagles chants, there's the fight song. And Dallas sucks. Dallas sucks. So just just when they would see Irvin, pe people were doing the Dallas sucks stuff. And at a certain point on on Steve Smith's question, like Carson is just laughing. You can't believe how loud they are saying Dallas sucks. Yeah, he's like, I would answer you, but I, I can't hear over my, my fans over here. <laughs> it was so much fun. I'm like, you know, like that. Now, that that was funny to me. Saying Dallas sucks there, and then when Michael Irvin would ask a question and they could tell he was talking, they would just boo him. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking funny. All right, I don't need to it see is. a cowgirl in a dress or something, but that was funny. 
It was disruptive. It was obnoxious. That was beautiful. It was. The only thing funnier than that is like uh, um, if I could have that sound drop for How About Them Cowboys, the Jimmy Johnson one. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's your favorite. That would be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. Uh, you know, look, I mean, Irvin is never going to be a fan favorite in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm glad that nothing happened to him, that he wasn't paralyzed. Right. Of course. Uh, way back when, when he was, you know, carted off the field. Um, you know, we're are you still obviously taking shit for that? Are you glad he wasn't paralyzed when he was in the motel room with hookers and cocaine? I guarantee you he was paralyzed from the coke. He couldn't move probably for an hour or two. But he's a good. But yeah, he's I know he's a good guy. Well, now he is. But it doesn't seem to matter. He's had a job with a network for years. You know, you can get away with that kind of stuff. It's pretty amazing in our cancer cult cancer in our cancel culture you know no one's going back and read the headlines of this guy off the field well no nobody's really anti-coke and hookers that's why ah it's other stuff okay you have to stay away from like if he had made racist comments well forget it he'd be done what if he secretly but- what if he secretly has a kate smith playlist on his phone well that would just be i, I don't even know if I, I could wrap my head around that <laughs> Michael Irvin listening to Kate Smith? <laughs> that would be crazy. That's mind-blown right there. <laughs> I pick, you know, so apparently – so NFL Network gives out like like music to the player to interview or something. And so they – get I don't know. They handed a cassette tape to Carson. Uh, cassette tape? With some ra- that, that was blew my mind too. I'm like Sony Walkman? It was, it was an actual cassette tape. So it's, it was a rapper or something. And then I saw on Twitter somebody said – uh, that this rapper was was like real, like there is no God or like not like anti-religious or something. And they're handed this to Carson Wentz to Carson, the most religious dude in the NFL, <laughs> which made God, it him and Zach Ertz are like uh, Jesus and, and Peter or Paul, or whatever his right. uh, primary apostle was. It made it even funnier after the fact. But uh, anyway. that is really funny. He's anti-God. I think that's why I read something like that. Who knows if it's true or not, but I chuckled nonetheless. Yeah, really. <laughs> but a cassette tape? It was a cassette tape, yeah. Steve Smith is even like, do you even, the, do you even know what this is? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really? When the fuck did cassette tapes get phased out? I remember having some in college, so that would have been, oh, 28 years ago. I used to listen to my iPod through in the car, like through – a cassette tape with a wire out of it. Yes, so did I. But it wasn't a damn iPod. No, so that it was some cheap ass version of an iPod. Well, no, I used, you know, I did have an iPod back then. So I'm going to yeah, say 0708, I still had. There were still some cassette tapes in the mix. Okay. Oh, that's not that long ago. It's not. I definitely haven't had cassettes since at least the 90s. So it's been a good 20 years for me. I'm a little shocked you haven't made me a mixtape, you know, based on my picks. Like, you know, like a lo- you love me and to thank me for my great picks. No, when when you get a mixtape, it's going to be a collection of all your uh, stuttering or uh, any – maybe what, like how the, a clip of you falling like you did last episode. <laughs> where I just heard, you know, stuff crashing to the floor and your microphone hitting the deck, you know – 
the stuff like that. That's all I'm gonna pull together. My dog's I'm barking. I'm putting together my own bullshit. Also, I think it's just gonna be like a greatest hits episode for everyone. Okay. Are we ready for picks? We are ready for picks. Why don't you kick it off? So I already added our Philly, our Eagles pick into last week's. So it's already into the new numbers. So uh, we're starting fresh, uh, even though we're kind of one and zero. But yeah, okay, it's a brand new week. Um, should I go with the most obvious pick that I think we're both doing first? Sure, go right ahead. Okay. Dallas Cowboys giving three points in New Orleans Sunday night. Uh, as we all know, New Orleans is now my favorite team. Second favorite team. Because Breeze isn't there now? Is that why? No, I'm just, I'm just all, I was so on board with them last week and picked them to win that I'm just... I'm so I'm so in love with myself for doing that, that now they're my boys, and I like them here. You're gonna give me three points, in the Superdome. Thank you. I will take those three points, and in fact, I'll tell you how much I like those three points. I bet the Saints tonight. If tonight is what night is it? It's Friday night. I bet the Saints. I never bet anything early if I don't have to, so I already had the three points locked in. And there'll probably be a money line bet uh, Sunday night when the time comes. But Saints is my my bet of the week. I think I think this is such an overreaction when we're talking about how you know how we all viewed the Packers as you know one of the top favorites to win the Super Bowl. People are going way overboard with the Cowboys. I so all that we know right now of the Cowboys is they've played mediocre teams and they beat the shit out of them yeah they struggled a little bit against miami for some reason and then they they were like wait what the fuck are we doing and and they just started to destroy them their defense i guess is good but again i i can't tell because they're not playing anybody with any real talent um the saints defense not great so i'm i'm a little nervous about this one probably i i have I'm more nervous about it than you uh, are. Uh, when we first talked about it, I liked it, and now I'm backing off a little bit. All right, let me con- um, let me convince you. Yeah. Um, all right, you you go two ways, one of two ways. You go Prescott versus Bridgewater, and yeah, Dak is better. I'm not arguing that, but yeah, how much better is he? And then uh, th- there is some there are some injuries with the Dallas receivers, and. And, well, Gallup's out. Yeah. And they really didn't utilize, I don't know who, uh, who cares? I forget. Cooper? Mari Cooper? I guess it was, uh, it's, yeah, I guess it must have been all Cooper last week. But anyway, I think this is the biggie. You have Sean Payton and you have Jason Garrett. Who do you want, yeah. who do you want your money on? Well, no, obviously Payton. You know how I feel about Garrett. Yeah, so. You know, he, he, that's. He, I, but they also have Kellen Moore, who apparently knows what he's doing, calling the offense in, in Dallas. It's not Garrett anymore. Now, Garrett can make stupid decisions about time or what they're going to do, whether they're going to go for two or kick an extra. You know, he, he can make bonehead decisions there, but I think the offense is flowing through more now. And it doesn't look like Garrett's offense of last year or the yeah. year before. In fact, you know, let me rephrase a little bit, too. I am not – I. I will probably do a money line bet. However, I mostly like getting three points at home with the Saints. 
I am not saying that Dallas can't kill them. Or what was the score last year? They kind of dominated them in Dallas. They, I'm not, they did, yeah. I'm not saying that they can't happen them. again. I'm not saying that it'll be just you know an insane thing to think that they can't win by 14 or 10 or anything. But I'll definitely be impressed with the Cowboys if they take care of business. I'm just I'm just gonna. That's why I call it gambling, Johnny. Yeah, well, no, and I do think that this is a spot where the Cowboys should hit a little bit of a brick wall. I mean, are they a 4-0 team? You know, it's hard. I, I know a lot of people think that they should be or that they will be. I don't know that I see that either. So this is why this this game's just a stay away from me. I'm, you know, I see both sides of it. I definitely can see where you're coming from. You know, I don't love Bridgewater. I don't love the Saints D. I do love Alvin Kamara. I do love Michael Thomas. But Bridgewater, like, are they going to use Taysom Hill at all? Um, the Cowboys could thump them. But then again, I do feel like the Saints D might actually stop Zeke. And I think if they stop Zeke and all you have to rely on is Cooper and uh, Witten. And <laughs> I don't know. Who the, hell, who the hell else is catching balls in Dallas with Gallup out? Devin Smith. Is that the dude's name? Okay. Devontae. Is it Devontae something or other? No, it's a Devin, I think. Uh, Devin. All right, so I don't know who that is. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, this was a stay away from me. But, it, hey, yeah. uh, good luck to you. All right, go ahead. Who, who Who's your first pick? Oh, my first pick. Uh, that's a good question. Vamp, vamp for a second while I uh, think about this. I'll give you bit. my next pick. I won't even have to vamp. Uh, I am going with the Colts at home, giving six and a half to the Raiders. Uh, I think the Raiders are secretly probably just as shitty as Miami and the Jets and whoever else is the worst team. So I like the Colts for the game, given six and a half, and I love them, too, in the first half, given three and a half. Um, I think they'll be up at least a touchdown all game. So that six and a half is, is an ideal line for me. Yeah, so you um you you stole my first pick for sure because uh, I couldn't find my shit. Um, uh, but I'm with you. The Colts, I think, are one of only four teams that have beat the spread, um, every week so far. Oh shit! I'm pretty sure. Yeah, don't I know. tell me That's that. A little scary. That's a little scary. Um, the six and a half is uh, it bothers me a little bit because there's definitely I'm pretty sure there's going to be no T. Y. Hilton. Um, but they could score. I mean, Marlon Mack. Um, they have – I mean, I like their tight ends. I don't know who – I'll be honest with you. I don't know who the hell the Colts receivers are outside of T.Y. Hilton. I, I, don't, I couldn't name one of them for you. You don't have but, to. But Brissett throws for like 300 yards, like week in, week out. He looks really good. And the, the Colts have covered every week, man. According to Chris Sims, like Frank Reich is just drawing up the perfect plays. Yes. So I think that's enough. Yeah. I think that's enough. I, I'm with you. I, I'd like. Are you doing six and a half? You're doing the first half too, or just the game? I'm doing first first half and game. Okay. So to mark both of those down. Gotcha. Okay. okay. All right. Um, excuse me. So for my next pick, I'm not quite sure how I can stay away from the Chiefs minus six and a half against the Lions. Mm -hmm. And and I know this is probably a trap. I, I guess that's what that that's what people are gonna say. Oh, excuse me. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. One thing I forgot to mention. 
mm-hmm. Indianapolis is play, is at Kansas City next Thursday. Okay. So, so even though we just bet the Colts ahead. twice in the game in the first half, I'm not I'm not worried about the Colts looking ahead to that game. But maybe I should be. But I'm still sticking with my picks. I just wanted to mention that. I forgot to mention it. I don't think the Colts are a team that's good enough that they can look past anyone. Like they're what are they? Are they three and they're two and one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're two and one. I mean, they're not setting the world on fire. I think they have to take each game as it comes. Whereas you can see like a Chiefs looking ahead to a game with like the Patriots next week or something. Although I, I although you know they're playing the Colts. But you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they they're the team that would be looking ahead. The Rams would be looking ahead. The Seahawks maybe would be looking ahead, not the Colts. I don't think so. They're not there yet. Okay. They haven't graduated. So continue with the Chiefs. I'm with you, by the way. Yeah, the Chiefs laying six and a half. Uh, look, I don't believe in the Lions. They barely beat the Eagles last week, um, and that was the Eagles playing one of their worst games, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, they could do nothing right, and Detroit should not have won that game. Now they're they're getting only six and a half against the team that can put up thirty five points in a quarter if they want to. You know, come on. I mean, what am I supposed to be afraid of here? A Matt Patricia defense. Mahomes is going to get this done. I'm not even worried about like a backdoor cover. I I just think the Chiefs are going to be up by so much. Like even if the Lions throw ten points up in the fourth quarter, they'll still be down thirteen. The battle of the unbeaten's. Well, because they're two zero and one, right? Yeah. The Lions, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I get it. You know, they they should have lost against the Eagles. You know that 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 was Philadelphia's game. Yeah, I think you know I hate to give away a lot of these many points on the road, and this was this was on the fence a little bit for me, but I I'm I'm going to join you here. I'm, yeah, come on, I'm, take a walk on the wild side. I'm not that you're, you're, I'm not that concerned. I mean, Kansas City is basically our best regular season production team. Oh, most definitely. You know, the fact that it's only six and a half to me feels like a bargain. I agree. But, you know, look, I mean, maybe it'll be a nail biter. If Stafford's able to chuck the ball all over the place and the Chiefs' secondary isn't effective, then maybe this one won't be such a great um, pick. But the, I'm I'm betting against that. You put those you put those Chiefs on turf. You know, fuck it, man. Yeah. They'll be up three touchdowns. Uh, some people are calling Mahomes Hall of Famer. Right now. Uh, Isn't that bizarre? It's a little bit early, right? It. It oh, certainly it is, but, I mean, he is so amazing. Everything he can do. I don't see I don't see that slowing down. He's got the perfect marriage with Reed. Uh, it does. What's your? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe they're the next. Uh, are they the next Belichick Brady? <laughs> they're they're in. Uh, no, well, it's still Andy Reid. So, <laughs> Let's fucking relax. Look, man, if it's not going to be the Eagles, I need it to be Reed. That would be cool. Me I, too. I, I need to watch this guy win one. If if it can't be our Eagles, I certainly don't want to see Reed beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That I couldn't stomach. No, I'm not worried about that. Um, 
who do you want to face in the in the Super Bowl if the Eagles were uh, like I, lucky like, enough to get there? Like the team I think we can beat the easiest, or just the team I would like to beat. Let me say, let, we know what teams are going to be in the in the mix: Patriots, Chiefs. Oh God, I don't know who's after that. Baltimore. Um, God, are the Colts uh, in the mix? Uh, I guess not yet. On a, out of those three, I went the Patriots. Really? Yeah. What some are saying is the best defense in the league. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because with our with our defense, I don't want to mess with Mahomes or Jackson. Yeah, Mahomes is that 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 you're drawing a tough straw there. Uh, I would I would take the Ravens. That that's who I want to play. Out of the three coaching minds, mm-hmm. I, I think Harbaugh comes in third there. I think Reed's got Harbaugh. Harbaugh has a ring. He does. Eh, it's kind of a fluky ring. Not really. Really? What? Why? Why do you say that? Ah, eh, Flacco. I don't know. I, I don't put much stock in it. Uh, it's a ring. I respect. I respect the ring. I mean, it was definitely a, a Flacco for Algernon situation for him that that, <laughs> that, that playoff run. But still, it really was. That was like nothing we've ever seen. He did. Uh, I will say, Flacco looked amazing. He was. In that I mean, he was. He was awesome. But off the charts. And then he came right back down to earth. It was like he was inhabited by some fucking celestial being for like four weeks in a row and the being just fucking left and then it was just darkness in the eyes again yeah no light was on inside after that the most uninspiring guy in the world before and since is right. he from delaware yes he is he's a blue hen yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> okay but, all right i think i just made two in a row what's, what's your uh, next pick okay uh, I like the Rams to put a hurting on the Buccaneers in Los Angeles. They're given nine and a half. They're given nine and a half. I love them in the first half. They're given five and a half. Um, I'm all over this one. And, you know, I, I am, I'm, there's a potential here for like three wake up calls where, you know, Dallas soundly beats New Orleans. You know, Detroit is somehow better than we think. And Goff shits the bed all over the place. But I, I'm going to say fuck it, and I'm sticking with these, and I'm going Rams first half, Rams game. Okay. I'm staying away from that one. I don't like it. Um, I don't want to take the Bucks, uh, I, but I'm, I'm so afraid to lay the 9.5 because I do think the Buccaneers can score. Um, they got a lot of talent. Evans looked like crazy last weekend. Uh, granted, Rams, that was against the fucking Giants. Yeah, Rams defense is, is oh, it's solid. Yeah, it's very solid. It is, it is, and Jameis is a fucking joke. Right. Um, but you know the Buccaneers can score, like we've seen it. They shit. I mean, they should have beat the Giants last week. I I can't believe that they let Daniel Jones beat them. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not touching this game. That okay. one's all you. I'm I'm headed to Chicago. Ah. And and guess who I'm taking? My Minnesota Vikings yeah. getting two. Are you kidding me? Dalvin Cook all day, man. The Bears the Bears are not going to hold Dalvin down. And I get two points in Chicago? Come on. I agree with you there. This is a joke. Yep. You know, let's just take quarterback against quarterback. Look, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is no Tom Brady. 
but he's also no Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> M- Mitchell Trubisky is in a class by himself yes. or with, like, maybe Mariota. And who else would I lump into there? Eli Manning. <laughs> Trying to think who are some of my favorites. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? But, um, yeah, the, I, I like the Vikings here. I, think I do, it, too. It's definitely going to be a ground-and-pound sort of a game. The number is only 38. So low scoring, I think Vikings keep it close, and they they maybe they win by the field goal. I don't know. Uh, it shouldn't be high scoring though. I like the first half under too, nineteen and a half. This is a this is ten three. It's ten three slug Vikings. Fest. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A slug fest. I like All the right. Vikings too. It's and look, the Bears are not a perfect defense. Like 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 Mac is insane. Um. But, hell, the Redskins were able to move the ball a little bit. Now, I mean, Keenum threw three picks, but well, the Bears aren't, like, indestructible. I'm hoping that the Vikings decide to recognize Mac and block him, unlike the Redskins did. Yeah. Like, you know, remember he's on the field and put, I, and put a man on him. Well, I, yeah, I don't know. This is the only thing I'm afraid of. I don't know about the Vikings' offensive line <laughs> and how good it is. I feel like pass protection is not their thing. Um, they're they're better off with protecting the run. So I'm a little scared about that, but that's mm. why I'm just hoping it's a Dalvin Cook day. Like, don't yeah. chuck the ball all day against the Bears. I would not do that. You know, Cousins might get murdered. No, you don't need to. No. Um. Do you have any other thoughts on that game, or can I move on no, to my move on. my final pick? Go ahead. I'm heading uh, out west a bit, uh, close to the Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. where the Jacksonville Jaguars are flying in to, to take on the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos are giving three, and I'm taking Jacksonville all day. I like my Gardner Minshew the second or the third or whatever fucking number he he added after his name for no reason. Uh, I you know come on Flacco, and the Broncos defense doesn't even look that good this year. They're just not the same old Broncos D. I think Jacksonville. This is this is they steal this one. Oh yeah, uh, I love it. I sadly agree with you on all your picks. This was wow. You must not feel good. This was my last pick. Uh, yeah, I love the Jaguars here getting three. Denver's fucking terrible. Uh, I don't give a fuck that they're 0-3 and desperate. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't think there's anything they can do. Uh, the Jaguars, you know, the season is not lost. Everything is still in reach. Uh, so, you know, it's not like they don't need to throw in the towel. They can take care of the Broncos' offense. I- I'm with, yeah, I'm, I'm all over this as well. Please, Minshew, he strolls into this stadium with his porn stash, mm. and he's just going to hes gonna establish his dominance in this game. The, the Broncos stink. Yes. They're terrible. They might be 0-5, 0-6 after a few weeks. They and, have Flacco. And they threw in the towel already. Yes, and this is, this, this, is, this is why I mentioned, too, why Oakland is secretly one of the worst teams in the league because they, they you know, manhandled. The Broncos, week one. <laughs> I know. And so now we know. know. We know the situation. Uh, both these teams are yeah. horrible, and the Denver's is not even as close to Oakland. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you here. And and I don't think the Jaguars are a bad team. 
No, I, I really don't. No, I don't either. Their defense is – I think their defense is solid. Um, I, even more than solid. I, I think their defensive front is, is really strong. And the quarterback's playing okay for a guy we he never is. knew up until three weeks ago. He is. They. So, I mean, listen, they had – you know, they played the Chiefs week one. I mean, that's almost like at a certain point, like, what are you going to do? It's the, probably the best offensive team in the league. It is the best offensive team in the league. And, um, you know, I, yeah, they got thumped, right. They got thumped and they, they probably got a little depressed seeing their quarterback go out, you know, but you know, they almost beat the Texans, uh, just a, a, you know, a horrible play call and the going for two instead of overtime. Um, but yeah, they're, you know, they had a, they had a very nice game at home against the, the Titans, uh, winning, beating Denver puts them at two and two. So, look, I'm rooting for Jacksonville this season. Yeah, I'm hoping that Foles comes back towards the end of the season. I'm hoping they're still in the mix, like they can just because I don't think the AFC is all that strong. So I think the Jaguars probably have a decent chance. Like in that division, what do you have? The Colts. So the Colts are gonna the Colts are gonna take that division. Then you have the Jags. Then you have the Titans. They're just fucking atrocious. And who the hell am I missing? God damn it. Titans, Colts. Texans. Jags. Texans. Texans. All right. Uh, they all, yeah, the Texans are such a fucking wild card. They almost beat the Texans. But, you know, they're at Denver this week. They're at Carolina next week. Then home for the Saints. They got they got mm. they, they got and then then home for the Jets, home for the Texans. That's in Oh, London. They have some winnable games yeah. there. Yeah, so they're they're in a good spot. They're, there's nothing really crazy about their schedule. So uh, they definitely want to be two and two here. Like definitely like them to win the game. Yeah, it's it's up to Minshew. And the three points, it, it, yeah, the, it all hinges on Minshew. And this, it, it, if you like team to win, and then you're getting three points, you can ask you can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, I guess I feel dumb here. Like the Broncos are laying three. I guess I'm missing something. I, I don't quite understand. I don't know unless unless the Broncos are a bit of a of a public team or they have that reputation of uh, September's in Denver at at altitude that it's tough on road teams. It is, but the you know. Um, and Ramsey's Ramsey's not playing. I heard he took like twelve weeks of leave <laughs> for his kid being born or something yeah. like that. Um, that's what I mean. Is this he's taking paternity leave? Is this the guy you want on your team? No, seriously. I okay. No, oh, I thought we were no, arguing. I don't care. This. I, no, I think that you know. Look, I mean, it was like a fleeting thought there. Where I thought, yeah, this would be interesting. Or you know, it's not like we can't use him. But I'm not chomping at the bit for Jalen Ramsey to come to Philly. I mean, I acknowledge he's a great cover corner, but fuck him. He's a he's another weirdo. He's like an Antonio Brown. Yeah, well, yeah, he had to say. He said, I mean, Jalen Ramsey went on record like calling out ten different quarterbacks, didn't he? <laughs> That's like, right. A couple years ago. That was funny though. <laughs> it's funny, but I mean, it's just why? Why do you need to do it? I, I don't know. I don't know. Some I, of these guys, they just they too much mouth. I want yeah, right. It's you have to be able to be to be the brash guy, but but then not be the asshole in the locker room. Right. He can't. Like, he can't be no fun in the locker respect. room. 
Well, you know who I would respect doing that would be like a Richard Sherman. Like a guy that's actually won. Yeah. That's actually performed at like the highest level in the in the in the most important game. I'll listen to a guy like that talk about quarterbacks. Jalen Ramsey hasn't accomplished shit besides and, he's a really talented quarterback in the league. Right, and I, I missed I know Hayden had a hockey game. I actually missed it that championship game. Uh, but I'm guessing there was a, that was amazing. I'm guessing there was a you few mean the the Niners uh, Seahawks championship game. Are you talking about? Are you, are you talking about? Because I no. was talking about Sherman. I know you're talking about I'm talking about Jacksonville Patriots. Oh yeah, yeah that's, so I'm, that's a shame. I'm guessing there was a, I'm guessing there was a few plays that that Jalen didn't make that day. Because weren't they uh, for sure? So yeah, like well, but he respects Brady. Well, simmer. I just just simmer down. I mean. You know, you go into a funk, and I get it. You don't want Bortles to be your quarterback anymore, but you know, eh, tough it out a little bit, or take a little bit of responsibility. Because well, Bortles isn't your quarterback anymore. It's Minshew who actually looks decent. Why is he being an asshole? Well, no, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying this guy. You know, yeah. What is what has he done? He's had his chance. Oh yeah, I wasn't. I'm not yelling at you. Don't be, don't be yeah, so sensitive. I'm sorry. I'm very, I'm very, very Jesus. I'm in a sensitive I, state. I, you know what it is? You brought up Hayden, and that probably conjured up thoughts of <laughs> my son doesn't talk to me. And then you're feeling all, uh, you know, look, I'll text you, buddy. Thanks. When Hayden won't talk to you, I'll text, I'll text with you all night. Oh, hold on. You can, you just watch your mouth because I'll read a text to you. Oh, okay. You ready for this? Dear Dad, <laughs> can I borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> It was, uh, let me see. Oh, at 10.55 last night, I get a text out of the blue from my son, my boy. Yeah, yeah. He asked me what those clear things that everyone's holding on the sidelines. So I told him they were the microphones. And then uh, <laughs> he's like, we are actually looking good. And then All right. and I said, Hayden was like, yeah, I said, you were worried about what? I don't know why. He's I'm like, uh, us losing. No, I thought we'd win, but in an ugly way. And then I and then I sent him a screenshot of me asking you, why won't Rogers? Is he really never throw an interception? <laughs> and so uh, I told him that I manifested an interception. Did he believe it? Well, also part of the screenshot was where I said to you, I'm being completely honest. No jinxes, nothing. I'll be shocked if Rogers doesn't score here. Oh no! So he, he saw you selling out. Well, he he's like you basically called two things. Fucking prick. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Don't you hate when your kids notice shit? I know. Can't you go back to being illiterate? Fucking jerk off. Right, right. <laughs> Let's go back to that time where I could say shit and you would forget about <laughs> it three seconds later. I still manifested it. I I, I, I believe in that. I still ask the yeah, question. I want it, you know. Let's let's go with that. I put it into the universe. Oh. I was, All right. Well, hey, congrats. Thanks. I was worried that uh, – that I, since I didn't go to confession, the Eagles are going to be one and three, and I was about to t have to accept the responsibility. But now I can keep on rolling. There's still time. There's still time. I feel like there's still faith there, which is probably why we're doing okay. Plus, between Carson and Zach Ertz, there are enough prayers to go around for everyone in Philadelphia. I know. I'm just Those guys pray all day and night. I'm just trying to take a little personal responsibility. That's all. Well, you know, if you're going to, then go to confession. Yeah, I'll try. I'm going to win there. You can confess about the last time you had impure thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, look, I think it's, that's it for the week. It's got to be. We've, 
we've given out our golden picks. Uh, you better hope they're golden picks because you know, all your picks were the same as mine, except for I think there were two games that I stayed away from that you that you were on. Uh, I stayed away from that Saints-Cowboys game, and I feel like there was one other that I just wanted no part of. The Rams. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one, nine and a half. I was just a little nervous. I don't like Goff, man. I do not like Goff laying nine and a half. Understood. But it's the defense. I hear you. You're on the defense. I get it. So feel good. Feel good about your picks. Don't listen to me. No. I don't know anything. I'm like 40%. Right. 40% strength. I, yeah, I, I have a feeling you're going to turn it around. I do, too. Uh, I think all my picks were wonderful this week. So. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, good luck to all you gamblers out there. And, Jeff, as always, I will allow you to have the final word. <coughs> Good night.